Welcome to this podcast on digital responsibility. There's a vibrant community across the world at the moment driving forward corporate digital responsibility, which includes a range of aspects from digital ethics, digital for the environment, sustainability, digital well-being, inclusion, accessibility, and more. My name is Rob Price, one of the founders of Corporate Digital Responsibility back in 2017. If you'd like to know more, have a look at the website corporatedigitalresponsibility.net. Welcome to episode four of the Digital Responsibility podcast in season four. Uh, and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Jutta and Kai from Identity Valley in Germany. Um, Jutta, would you like to start with the introductions uh, with yourself and then we'll hand across to Kai. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks for having us. So, um, yeah, I'm Jutta. I'm the founder and CEO of Identity Valley. And uh, why do I or do we think we need an Identity Valley? Uh, um, it might sound uh, familiar to you. So, uh, of course, it's an answer and evolution uh, to Silicon Valley. So, uh, we want to put um, humans and our identity at the center of digital um, transformation. And um, so, this is our mission. And uh, our credo is it's all about trust so we want to bring uh, trust into all the um, digital solutions and services uh, based on European values uh, to keep it short. <laughs> Excellent and Kai. Thanks Rob thanks for having us. So I'm Kai uh, together with Jutta leading Identity Valley. I do have a legacy in cybersecurity, so worked in cybersecurity for quite some years and um, Already there, we thought about trust and how to enable trust and believe that cybersecurity is one major ingredient, which I still believe it is. Uh, but over the time, I and we realized that there's more to digital responsibility than just cybersecurity. And that's exactly what we're now trying to pioneer from Identity Valley with our digital responsibility goals, where we describe what else is there and how do you build that uh, digital responsibility, well, in not only the digital space, but in the space, because you cannot differentiate too much between real and digital uh, anymore anyways. Um, yeah, and that's that's what we're doing, and we're having a lot of fun doing that. And, and I'm sure that for anyone listening at this point, they'll have already spotted the link between the things and the passions that you have, and the whole corporate digital responsibility movement. And, and I think one of the things that I found every time that we've spoken is that there is such a great degree of synergy between the work that you're doing um, and the work that uh, those in CDR or indeed kind of some of the other um, activities around the space where we're looking at the use of data and digital around creating more positive outcomes for society, hence the big overlap. Now, mm -hmm. uh, you touched there on the digital responsibility goals and and certainly uh, I remember when, when uh, we... Christopher and I can certainly got involved in CDR at the beginning of 2017-18 and we had these conversations at the time around the SDGs and and the potential need for an 18th uh, SDG to cover digital in a more effective way. Um, now now I, I'm delighted actually to see the conversations that you're having around digital responsibility goals and, and the connection, but you're doing it in a slightly different way because it's the focus around something uh, extended as an addition, but tell, tell us a bit more about the journey to the digital responsibility goals, how you got there, um, how you defined them, um, and, and perhaps also touch on the link with the EU in that conversation as well. Yeah, thanks for that question. So um, uh, I do think 
every one of us um, working in this field of digital responsibility came to this point differently. And um, I myself have been working as a digital consultant for more than 10 years, working on uh, digital innovations and traveled to Silicon Valley a lot and uh, started thinking uh, of an uh, answer from, from Europe uh, based on European values, as I already said. And, and um, so for me, um, being a consultant, trying to uh, help uh, executives understand the power of digital transformation and um, also the challenges, but, uh, but um, yeah, the idea of um, defining a, a, a simple strategy that everyone is able to follow, to understand, to agree, to start with, um, that was, um, yeah, with me for many, many years. So it, I figured out and tried out many um, methodologies, working with executives, trying to bring them uh, on that path. And uh, and so everything I kind of tried out there um, then uh, helped um, to think about um, the need of an, an, a simple um, picture, a simple, simple framework that, um, yeah, maybe recognize will be recognized as something that we already know, and this is why we started thinking about adding some goals, uh, so to say, to the sustainable development goals or sustainable, uh, yeah, development goals, and and started thinking about um, even um, yeah, creating them in a similar look and feel because uh, we are already used since several years now to. Um, to the sustainable development goals. And this is obviously super helpful for the whole world to have, a, have an, an, some goals. And even if you start with one of them. And so this is what brought us to um, the creation of the digital responsibility goals. And uh, as you heard, so um, Kai was deeply into cybersecurity. And of course it was clear that this is one of the technological um, um, uh, keys to, to having some goals out there. But everyone's talking about AI and ethics, but there's something underlying. So it's about algorithms. They need to be trustworthy. So we started thinking and talking with many, many experts and uh, created the digital responsibility goals. And we are very happy to be also talking to the European Commission now and European Parliament. Um, yeah, but maybe it's uh, even um, uh, also super interesting to listen to um, Kai's way to... Uh, come to that recognition that we, we need a, a picture like that. So, so I, I do think your work, Rob, uh, what you are doing, the manifesto, that's super helpful. I think our picture is super helpful. Uh, the sustainable development goals are helpful. Somehow this all needs to be together. And, and uh, I think if, there, if we can reach one or two persons out there being responsible for something and being aware, okay, we can uh, do something in that field, then it's worth it. So and we have to do it. You, you, you're absolutely right. And of course, Many organisations, my previous uh, organisation was well well uh, used to reporting against the SDGs. To, so to so to articulate the business operations in the context of the impact it had on the planet. Mm -hmm. So so I, I, I guess the the key thing here with the, the, your seven digital responsibility goals is that natural um, step for an organisation to then go to to start thinking about. How would we report the impact that we have and the actions that we are taking in in each of those seven, and and almost benchmarking that in some way? So so Kai, perhaps kind of picking up the story around 
what you then do with them in an organization and how they would be used? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for making that transition, because that's exactly what we have been thinking about, how organizations, and I say organizations on purpose, so I don't limit it just to the corporates, but organizations, how they can pick up a such framework. Uh, for them to be able to pick it up, it needs to work somehow in a fashion that they already know. So you don't want to create the resistance to change on the process level. You want, you know, so it, at best it fits somehow into their organization, into something that they know, uh, or maybe it creates even a resemblance to the, to the sustainable development goals, where which guides sustainable development of a lot of organizations, be it corporates, uh, be it uh, governmental organizations, be it entire countries, right? So that's, that's a fascinating thing actually to have that framework. Now, the, the, the digital responsibility goals make use of that analogy. And what we hear very often is that people see them and they say, ah, it works like the SDGs. Okay, I, I understand it. So they have a frame of reference that fits very well and then only they realize, oh, it's in a, in a totally different field. And then step number two of what we also try to incorporate is to not reinvent the wheel in these in these distinct goals. So sometimes, you know, when we talk about cybersecurity, for example, we are building on a body of knowledge that has been shaped for 30 years almost, right? Cybersecurity is quite old and it's it's already has reached a certain maturity level. Of course, you still need to improve it. But no need to reinvent that one. There's some other fields, however, in the digital responsibility goals that are still in the infancy or almost, right? Uh, even something like trustworthy algorithms or trustworthy AI is still shaping somehow. So you need to be a little bit more careful there. Another field that we, that we have as a goal is data fairness. Or data governance, and there we hear a lot of questions. So, what actually is it? So, you meet, you feel like probably that's even more immature, if you will, but still you have to do something there. So, the the idea really is to present something that is a clear framework. It fits somehow, at least on, on a general level, into the organizational and processual structures of organizations. And and then here's the key: you also need to define it in such a way that it is not only actionable, but also measurable. Because if you want to inspire change, you also need to enable the measurement of said change. Because else, how do you tell that an organization improved? No way. So you need to build in that measurement and then uh, then change can happen. So that those are kind of some, some lines of thinking that we have in there. So, so if we envision the SDGs and the digital responsibility goals sat side by side and organizations having a greater awareness of those. What what do you think the the things that need to be done are that mean that organizations adopt adopt with passion and, and intent mm -hmm. something of this nature? Because I think the common area that we discuss regularly is whether whether we're talking about the work that you're doing or the broader CDR work or indeed other similar initiatives it's it's how do you actually drive adoption um, by businesses such that they are doing something 
um, actively that moves the needle forward in terms of the positive impact that they are having. Because I think all of us would say that's the most important thing. And, and actually, it doesn't matter particularly what the mechanism is, so long as they're doing something. So what would your, I guess that goes back to the relationship that you've got with the EU in the sense that if there is a, like the UN introduced the sustainable development sustainable development goals, if, if there's something, some body, regulatory body behind them to say, this is a good thing, this is consistent with the principles that we're driving across Europe in the way in which we uh, utilise digital technologies and create an innovative uh, capability across across Europe uh, or even beyond. That's one way. But but um, how how do we make it real? How do we get organisations to change? What are your thoughts on that, Jutta? Well, um, so we just had a conversation with the European Commission uh, last week, and and uh, as you know, they proposed the European digital rights and principles. Um, and they are trying to have uh, all the member states uh, committing to at least the, the idea of having a proposal like that uh, by mid of this year. So um, they do see the urgency that we need uh, a picture like that. And, uh, and they do see that we, we, we are not alone. So it needs all of us. And this is what I do think is key. So um, the topic of awareness is a really big one so uh, and also this is why it needs many many organizations like yours and ours and also of course initiatives uh, um, from the European uh, Commission and Parliament uh, and others uh, we are working with many many other civil society organizations and everyone is looking at the topic of um, having a value-based digital economy uh, from different angles. So uh, uh, some of them are, are, are mostly focused on saving our democracy. And of course, this is part of that. And this is, uh, of course, the, the topic of everything. And, uh, and so um, everyone is talking in different languages. And by languages, I don't mean, mean German or English. So it's a different language being in a civil society organization, being uh, in, uh, in the European Commission, being uh, in, in a corporate. So everyone uses different um, uh, words and, and has, an, has a different understanding of digital transformation. And uh, so this is why I do think First, we need to create much more awareness that we need something like the SDGs in the digital world and uh, that we have to work on all these topics and that it's okay to start with one of them. So if you start with one of the SDGs, that's fine. <laughs> so, but, but let's keep it going. <laughs> so I think this is, this, uh, yeah, it, it needs a movement, a big movement. And, and I think it's such an important point around awareness and momentum. So, and I've seen that over the last five years. Uh, some of these things I talked about five years ago and, and got blank blank responses in an audience. It, it, it wasn't something that was important at that point. Often something that people thought could be, but not yet. Now, now, now there's waves of people that are recognizing that there is a need for things to change. So, so, so Kai, what, what would you see happening over the next kind of year or so uh, in the context of either continued conversations with the uh, Commission or indeed the evolution of uh, the digital responsibility goals, what's the next steps for you uh, in bringing them to life? Yeah, 
Thanks, uh, Rob. Well, of, of course, there, there are many steps. So uh, it's, it's only picking up pace, uh, what we do, and, and that's super positive. And we see how this idea of digital responsibility and, and especially of giving it the framework resonates very well on, on different layers or on different levels. One you mentioned is, of course, the European Commission. Um, where we will continue the dialogue and at best also, of course, have an impact there and maybe would be able to influence a little bit the line of thinking of not only Europe, but look, the SDGs, we said, is kind of our inspiration. So, of course, we would love to see this something for, for the global society um, where all of us uh, are going in, in said direction. We, of course, want to inspire um, organizations to go in this direction and, and really make a change. Mm, we are also involved in a couple of research projects where we want to demonstrate that this actually creates better, not only better projects, but also better tools um, and solutions, right? This thinking along the digital responsibility goals. So we want to prove that this is something that works. Um, another another uh, focus areas for us is, of course, the measurement as such, right, where we are kind of already venturing into, uh, into defining guiding criteria and then, and then measurements and really make it measurable so that you can gauge how responsible is a given tool, a solution or an organization, which for us serves as a, um, as a primer to how trustworthy is said tool, solution, or organization? So that that is super fascinating, and but still also a lot of work to do, right? It's not easy because others have tried before, and you know they tell us it's not easy, and when we say, yeah, let's get it on, and um, ultimately, really ultimately, it's about people. And I want to create the link or uh, make the link to what you just said that five years ago. Um, it was difficult to bring that message to people, right? Because they didn't feel it. But now we, we realize more and more that people feel that there are certain negative externalities of in the digital space. They feel it. A lot of people feel this and they see it and they realize it, be it, uh, you know, uh, the way that social media is kind of behaving uh, by and large or the, the fake news, the, the hate speech, these kind of things they feel. So they're looking for answers and what we what we see and what we've heard in our discussions while we go on stage or so is that um, this might be an answer. So it provides hope. And in the end, it's about the people. So really I'm inspired by talking about the tech topic every day and meeting so many people because in the end, it's really about people and creating a movement and they all go in, in a direction. And if we can only reach one or two or three people in each and every organization, they will make the change. They will be the ones being able to change the organization. I think that's the future of, of what we're looking into. And, and I think there's an interesting point um, around consumer awareness and, and consumer behaviors. And, and you touched on um, an area in things like fairness and trust, privacy, protection of their data. Um, and you're right, others have, others have been trying things um, uh, I spoke to Ninian on a previous podcast of the work she's doing with the Swiss Digital Initiative and the badging 
uh, uh, the badge measurement of effectiveness of organizations and awarding them a badge that gives the consumer an indication of, can I trust this organization in my, my interactions? Do you think um, in terms of, I mean, obviously the, the SDGs is a UN uh, activity, a global activity. Um, so, so have you thought about how you might bridge the, I mean, you, to use, you said it yourself, um, European principles, European um, values embedded in the, the digital responsibility goals. Is, is the intent that they remain European or, or do you envision that that's something that actually is also relevant to uh, the global community as well? Well, um, of course, it's a, it's a, a global challenge and, and chance. Uh, I do think from my observations within the, the digital economy that there are different approaches right now out there. So if you look uh, into Silicon Valley um, in the United States, of course, this is um, uh, because this is a because we can mentality. So they, they created all these technologies. They uh, came up with the iPhone, uh, changed our communication completely. And um, so from my point of view, if you look at the different areas in our world, so maybe the United States are like, because we can. Um, and if you look into another direction, it's, um, yeah, many, many technologies are used to know about your citizens, uh, which is super scary to to people who live in Europe. And uh, so this is, if you can just uh, say, so maybe they are um, uh, yeah, focused on the scoring of, of their citizens and, and not on using technologies to improving their lives. And uh, so I do think there's a big chance for Europe to be the leading power to, to help the whole world to create technologies that care for people. So this, because we care, maybe something that lies into our DNA and, and, and it might be helpful to um, authentically create a movement like this. And um, yeah, I do think, so my personal observation uh, over the past years was that when I started thinking about, okay, I've been traveling to Silicon Valley super excited uh, for several years and and uh, uh, yeah I wanted to know about every technology and then something kind of happened in my brain and and uh, some mentors of mine also were thinking about there must be something different and um, and so what happened some years ago was something that that led me myself to to um, yeah, stop working as a normal consultant in digital technologies and thinking about, okay, let's create something that is different. And from the very beginning, there were some people uh, who recognized this and supported this. And uh, it's still um, that I recognize there are some foundations and philanthropists out there who really um, think about where uh, investments have to go. And uh, of course, it was a hard time to set up Identity Valley and to be able to live from that. But uh, now I think we are really at that moment when some uh, foundations and even research institutes had uh, some deeper insights into what is going on in, in the civil society world, uh, what topics in, um, relating to, to the digital world 
are um, organizations working on and and so it somehow seems to come together right now and um, I think those philanthropists who started investing in in uh, ideas around sustainability are now thinking about the true responsibility and and so I do hope that we will be able to bring all of these stakeholders together and we somehow started with that. I, th I think there's a really important point, which is um, the relationship with politics. And I don't mean party politics. I mean, political um, and economic environments do govern how we behave. So um, I, I remember speaking about these type of subjects in 2016. And, and, and of course, we'd we'd, it was the time of Brexit and it was the time of Trump. Um, and somebody actually said to me, Rob, you, you can't talk about technology and politics, which which I fundamentally still disagree with, because mm -hmm. there is this there, there is this kind of link. And you're right to highlight, I think, the, the, the US and and China in terms of the progress that they've made in terms of uh, the tech uh, innovation space and, and, and equally Europe finding its 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 own space as, as well. Uh, amongst that. I think there's a really important part that I always talk about in the context of CDR, which is CDR is not saying you can't do these things. It, it, it's about being aware of the, the potential consequences, but actually it's also about innovating to fix and address some of those big challenges. And I, th I think it's the same thing here. Um, and of course, when we've talked about it, we've said, well, we, we will absolutely do the correlation of the, the, the kind of digital responsibility goals and um, and the CDR, whether we're talking about CDR in terms of the International Manifesto or otherwise. Um, and I've suddenly realized, although we've touched on that seven, seven's a magic number, isn't it? Seven principles in the <laughs> International CDR Manifesto, seven digital responsibility goals. We haven't actually said what they all are. So how about um, as, as we kind of approach the end, Kai, would you like to just go through the seven um, digital responsibility goals as they stand today. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd love to. So the seven goals. Uh, what before I tell you the seven goals, there's one thing that that we had in mind while developing them. They're not by chance in that order, but there's a certain order to it that we thought about when we when we were looking at it. It starts with something very human, and that is literacy. That's knowledge. We do believe that number one, people need digital literacy to navigate in the digital space. If people, and people we mean by and large, uh, uh, preschool to post-retirement, people are not equipped with basic digital understanding of the opportunities, but also the risks in the digital space, they will not be able to responsibly navigate the digital space. Number one. Number two, cybersecurity. Kind of for us a little bit the technical baseline or background for uh, responsible digital technologies. Now I know cybersecurity is not only technical, it's also again about people and processes and so forth, but it's, it, it has something technical to it. It's a technical discipline, right? So we need cybersecurity to, uh, uh, to prevent any kind of uh, well, uh, manipulation or, um, or even misuse of the digital space from a technical point of view. Number three, privacy. We believe there's a right to privacy for individuals and it needs to be guarded uh, and defended in the digital space. 
there are some good regulations there in that field, which is super interesting, but we believe one could even go a step further. It's, it's something very precious and important um, to mankind and to the individuals. Number four is about data fairness. Here we talk about data that is not person-related, right? A lot of data is actually not person-related, and we believe that also we need a certain form of, of protection, if you will, and, and we call it fairness. Um, we need to be careful it also has a little bit of an you know, economic uh, element to it. We need to be careful how we deal with data. It has a value. So the ones that provide the data or use it also need to benefit from that value jointly. Right? It's a little bit about collaboration also. Then number five is trustworthy algorithms where we thought about um, kind of the data processing. How can we create it in such a way that it is trustworthy? On purpose, we didn't call it trustworthy AI because AI is just a very sophisticated version of algorithms. We think it, no matter if it's AI or not, it needs to be trustworthy. Of course, the trustworthiness elements in AI become a little bit more complex. That's true, but the basis is somewhat similar. Number six is an interesting one because it's transparency. Again, that's where people... Um, dig a little bit deeper sometimes and say, oh, why is transparency an own one? And we say it is because in a digital world that is not tangible, transparency becomes all the more important, right? It's more difficult to perceive the practices that are happening in the digital world. You cannot see them necessarily, you cannot touch them. Uh, so you need a different form of transparency to still guarantee responsibility and trustworthiness. And then number seven, is a big one, uh, again, very human centered because it's about uh, human agency and, and protection of our identity in number seven. And here's where there's um, some of the big questions need to be answered. So is that technology actually good for individuals, for mankind, and is it creating welfare? This is where we ask the big questions and it's a very important one. It's, it's kind of the bracket if you were closing the bracket, this human bracket of, uh, uh, of the digital responsibility goals that started with education and, and knowledge, and now it ends with asking the big questions. And those are the seven, seven goals. And we believe and we hope they paint a pretty holistic picture of what responsibility in the digital age means. Uh, and that's fantastic. And, and um, I'm sure that anyone who's listened to uh, the many previous uh, episodes that we've done will recognize those seven themes through uh, the work that many people have been doing. So they certainly make sense to me. Um, comes with time, I think my final question for both of you is, is, is to kind of think about, for anyone listening now, who's, who's thinking, how can I get involved or how could I maybe help bring the digital responsibility goals to life for them, whether they're in government somewhere, in an organization, in the private sector, in a charity, wherever they may be, what's the, what's the one thing that you would each recommend that they do, consider, read, look at, listen to, uh, to help um, get a better understanding of, of making it real in their environment? Jutta, would you like to go first? Yes, thank you. So. Um... We are talking about a moving target, so <laughs> our work will never be done. Uh, so this is why, uh, yeah, please reach out to us. And, and of course, we are uh, uh, currently updating our website because the digital responsibility goals, we have been uh, presenting them for the first time last year at the European Parliament, but then 
We haven't published um, some details about them uh, until next week. So we will uh, be having uh, our strategy uh, paper um, presented to the world on uh, February 22nd. And uh, from that day on, um, you will find the paper on our website. And um, we were able to set this up with a multi-stakeholder approach. Um, you were part of this and many other exp experts were part of cre the creation of that paper. And for us, this is a starting point. And as I said, a moving target, a living uh, mission. So uh, yeah. Very much looking forward to talking to everyone who wants to be helpful, who, who recognizes this is a topic we need to work on and uh, let's figure out how to best uh, um, do this together. Excellent. And Kai? Yeah, building on that, it, it really is about collective impact. Uh, we are onto something that can only be changed if, if people work together, if they, if they walk in a similar direction and on purpose I say similar because they don't have to work in the same work in the same direction but like you said there's more and more people that feel and see that there's there's a need to do something that we need to act now um, and the people that listen to this podcast already took the first step because obviously they're interested into the topic so that's good and if if they then feel like doing something um, reach out to us uh, with we're super happy to you know, the more, having more people that kind of are on this together with us. Um, I think it's only growing. Um, there's fun times ahead because yes, it is fun uh, if you can make a change and have an impact. And we're really trying to build something that, yeah, will creates a better future for all of us, be it on sustainability and or on a more responsible digital space. That's fantastic. So um, I just wanted to say thank you to you both for joining tonight and talking about um, your work, but actually also for doing the work that you're doing um, and being part of this 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 wide and growing group of us. Um, no matter how we actually articulate it, our intent is all the same. Uh, so thank you to both of you. It's much appreciated. Thank you, Rob, and, and thanks to everyone involved because, yeah, exactly, we need so many uh, people to work on that and, and we're very happy to, uh, yeah, getting to know you and all the others. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot also from my side. It's, it's great to meet all these people and, uh, well, learn from each other and work together. That's really what it is. Thank you.